You're in tune to the Fusebox Radio Broadcast. Uh, turn the music up inside my session. These folks gotta hear my message. Bringing balanced black radio to the masses. All right, everybody, one, two, one, two, what's going on? You're now in tune to another session of the syndicated worldwide Fusebox Radio broadcast, bringing the balance back to black radio since 1998 with a mix of news, commentary, and interviews here and there, as well as music representing all aspects of the international black diaspora, such as hip-hop, soul, funk, jazz, reggae, rock house, and more. On the mix and commentary end, you got myself, DJ Fusion, and on the side, you got my bro who does the same. Let me have him go on ahead and introduce himself. Of course, we do one thing, Fusion and I. Of course, slide divine. Love the whole real wide world. One love, of course. Back at doing it, back at it, doing it tough. Love, rough. One love to all. Big shout out to the whole galaxy solar system. People on the earth, inside the earth. And all the people who have souls. Not all black folk got souls. <laughs> and that, and that all everybody else do. But those who do, we love you. And those who don't, we're trying to reach you. I ain't fusion with the deal. Okay, oh yeah, I'm sorry. This is a song, Raw Blackhawk, Shabaka Stone. L. John Rockwell coming to Rockwell. The deal fusion. You're throwing in all the nicknames right now and stuff. I still don't got a bunch of nicknames. That's okay. Um, Personally, I'm doing okay in terms of what's going on with the world. Not so much, but we'll be getting into that bit of commentary in a second. Shout out to everybody who's been listening to the Fusebox Radio broadcast, whether it's from our origins back in the day at Rutgers U Radio to the current incarnation now. Old school, new school, everything in between. Um, Again, thank y'all. We know people take out that three-hour block of their time to check us out. Um, whether it's, you know, downloading or checking through their favorite radio stations, um, internet and land-based um, podcasting or whatever. So, yeah, man, Um, again, thank y'all. And um, for those who are new, let me just break down how we tend to do the show. Um, during about the first third, we go ahead, we get into some commentary about news items of all kinds that we're interested in, um, some personal stuff, so forth and so on along with introing how you can check out the Fusebox Radio broadcast through various ways. And then um, through the other two-thirds, both myself and the Black Hawk get into the music mixes of good tunes and all of that good stuff. So let's go on ahead and get right into it. You can check out what's going on the Fusebox Radio broadcast fam anytime via our official website, which is FuseboxRadio.com, F-U-S-E-B-O-X. R-A-D-I-O dot com. Our official blog site is blackradioisback.com. All of our social media, um, the majority of it ends with Fusebox Radio. So, for example, twitter.com slash Fusebox Radio, Instagram.com slash Fusebox Radio, so forth and so on. Our Facebook like page, which has finally broken over 300 people, thank you all for joining that site, is facebook.com slash Fusebox Radio Show, one straight word. And through all of these sites I've mentioned, you can check out upcoming events we're going to be at, um, news items and music of interest, um, and just whatever other updates we think are cool and that people should check out. 
as well as our music archives. If you're a musician, how you can submit music to the show. If you want to book us for events, how you can do that. All that good stuff you can check out through those sites. And if you don't remember any of that stuff, just go to your favorite search engine of choice and search for Fusebox Radio, our lovely logo and a whole plethora of links should pop up there. And for our podcast peoples, if you use sites such as iTunes, Stitcher, Acast, TuneIn Radio, so forth and so on, if they have a rating part, please give us a rating. That helps us get to more eyes and ears of people. You know, if you dig what you do, just take out those few moments to put us out there. We really, really appreciate that. Excuse me. And on the events end, since it is fall, fall, for whatever reason, tends to be one of our more busy periods, event-wise. Um, we got a lot that's going to be going on in the next few weeks. Um, for folks at the New York Media Festival on Tuesday, um, <clears throat> September 27th, I'll be giving a talk about using podcasting and independent radio to promote music at the Innovation Summit of that event. You can go ahead and um, check out their site for more information on just all the good stuff that um, they'll be doing, which is mefest.com. For October 1st, the first um, Saturday of October, for those folks in the D.C. metro area, I'll be DJing throughout the day at um, the Rhode Island Avenue Fall Fest once again where they're going to have a ton of great D.C. metro-based vendors, um, activities for adults and kids, um, performers, and all of that good stuff. And that is free. So if you're around that way, definitely go ahead and check that out. For those folks who will be at the Marine Corps Marathon, both myself and the Black Hawk will be DJing on the course once again for that October 30th, the last Sunday of the month. And for those um, events that were passed, we definitely got to shout out to folks over at the Mid-Atlantic Podcast Conference. I did a talk on diversity and podcasting over there. Shout out to Joe Pardo and all the wonderful folks who set that up around South Jersey. That was a really cool and fun event that folks were able to participate in. Shout out to the folks over at Brick Bodies downtown in Baltimore, Maryland. Every third Saturday, I'll be giving the tunes to the folks getting their hardcore workout on with the Splash and Burn event that's going down over there from 12.15 to 1.15 each day. So you're going to get your hardcore workout on and swim and, and hear some fly tunes by me. So if you're already a member of that gym, the events are free. If you are not, it's only $5. So, you know, get your workout on and hear some dope music for $5. They even give you snacks afterwards. But from what I've seen, trust, you're going to want them snacks. After you finish working out and burning off them um, calories to get that muscle on, you know what I'm saying, or burn that little bit of extra fat and all that good stuff, you might be there like, eh, this is kind of annoying. And all of that good stuff. And let me see here. Oh, how could I possibly have almost missed this? Shouts out to the folks at DC PodFest will be holding another diversity panel over there, and that will be going down this November from November 4th to 5th, 2016. More um, detailed information about the date, times, and all that cool stuff that will be going down. Shout out to Jennifer Crawford and all of them for having us be a part of that again. So yeah, Fusebox Radio um, gets to jumping, especially again, September and October for us just tends to be that, hey man, we want we want y'all everywhere, period. So that is what is good. And yeah, that's about it on that end. And um. News-wise, um, Jesus Christ, we got 
way too much to talk about and get into. So let's go right ahead and um delve into some things. A lot of serious stuff went down. Um, a lot of cultural stuff we want to talk about went down and both myself and the Black Hawk, partially because um, we're just there like this news cycle sucks and we do our damnedest to have lives beyond this thing here. We got some pop culture stuff to talk about too. That'll be cool in terms of stuff we've been watching, reading, and all of that. So let's go ahead and get right into it. Um, 2016 is really a year where a lot of um, our creatives are passing away from um, different generations and that has definitely been blowing folks. Um, first and foremost, um, rest in peace to athlete and actor um, Bill Nunn. No doubt. He passed Radio away not too long ago. No doubt. Radio Raheem from Do the Right Thing is, I think, the role that a lot of folks know him from. Um, he was in New Jack City. He was in Sister Act, Money Train, um, the first three installments of the Spider-Man franchise. Um, like he was in a whole lot, and I mean, of course, people know him a lot more for the Spike Lee vibe. Like, um, he was in School Days and Mo Better Blues as well. Um, very accomplished, um, dude and very accomplished actor. And again, I think most folks know him as Radio Raheem from Do the Right Thing, where you know he was the big brother that had the love hate of four finger rings and carried the big boombox and all of that. As of now, we don't have any information about, um, why he um passed away in terms of health reasons or anything else at the age of 62 but um i think for a lot of our generation and those um past he was definitely um a major dude and people just know him from his impact and the various roles he played and chose to play so definitely i'm um, rest in peace to him let's see here um for those folks who are um house fans particularly early acid house fans um dj spake spake a future passed away. We don't know about why he passed away either, but for folks who were into like them old tracks records joints. Oh really? And what have you, yeah, like um he did the um acid tracks records on tracks back in um eighty seven. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know about the, 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 the tracks records that they made their way over to Jersey and New York, so me hanging out with older DJs and actually the tracks records that I have to this day were given to me by the old school cats. No doubt. And I still have some that I bought, but the, 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 the good ones, some of the good ones, the premier ones, you know, the ones that had the handwriting, it was tra- it was in handwriting mm-hmm. on there. I got some of those. No doubt, no doubt. And for people who are house fans, besides the old school tracks records joints, because, you know, being a part of um the team Future, you know, you had DJ Pierre and all the other folks who were in the mix, too. Um, DJ Pierre. Mm-hmm. Where was he from? Um, I think, it, if I remember properly, I think he's a Chicago cat. I'm not sure okay. off the top of my head. I know I knew a cat in Jersey who went by that name on the old school cat who was before, before me. That's mm-hmm. why I was wondering. Yeah, I'm about I to mean, say, I, I, could be, I could be completely wrong and whatnot, but that's the terminology coming from my head. I thought people thought Frankie Knuckles. Wasn't that cat? Yeah, wasn't, people thought Frankie Knuckles was from Chicago with me. He was really from the Bronx. Yeah, um, like he was what, like yeah, I was about to say, um, Frankie Knuckles was a cat who was from, you know, the New York City, the New York City area, who later on went to Chicago and was one of those cats to help develop that sound because he was actually um, one of those cats who was, you know, under Larry Levan back in the day, 
and whatnot. But um, yeah, he had suffered um a stroke earlier this year, but people are still not saying, you know, if that was the end cause of what happened with his passing or not. But um, for folks who um you know recognize the name or whatever, you probably see in a lot of his tracks besides tracks records on Strictly Rhythm, definitely a big big label in the '90s to the present. Um, sex tracks and more during like the uh, mid '90s. So um, definitely R.I.P. to him, man. A lot of a lot of dope joints to get on the dance floor and whatnot with. And let's see here. Um, also too in the realm of folks who passed, and I think this might hit the younger cats a little bit more, even though I do remember um hits by this fellow um D4L's um MC Shoddy Low ended up passing away from a fatal car accident in Atlanta. And there are folks who might have even known some of his work through um, D4L with, you know, the Laffy Taffy joint or whatever, which that was a club banger. That was a silly song, but that was a club banger back in the early um, 2000s and um, various um, other solo joints that um, folks did, especially with They Know that had mad remixes with folks like Young Jeezy, Jay-Z and all of that. And joints like um, Bet You Can't Do It Like Me and whatever else. One thing I would look at is, even though some folks may or may not be the most crazy about, you know, the Southern hip-hop music, trap music vibe, that cat did a lot for people in that region for on the independent scene and getting folks up and at him and out there. And even though some folks might have seen some, you know, silliness or whatever through some of the um, reality TV stuff or whatever he did later on, that cat had a big impact in terms of another generation of Atlanta's music scene doing stuff on the Indian and whatnot, and also the brother just passed away at 40, I mean, that's not too far from my age at all, you know, so it's one of those things that where this just shows that you never know how fast life can come at you, and whatever else, so, so for um, friends and family of him, you know, um, condolences and all of that, and finally, because again, 2016 has been a trip, uh, Buckwheat Sadaiko's um, Stanley Buckwheat Durrell Jr. passed away at 68. And there's a lot of folks who probably wouldn't even know about Zadaiko music. And I'm probably pronouncing it wrong because I'm tired. Sorry. Zydeco music. And Louisiana, like, roots music and black roots music. Without that, that dude's, without that dude's um, releases all throughout the year. And um, what have you. And, yeah, like... They put out a ton of music, um, particularly, I would say, for more mainstream understanding of um, Zydeco, like around 1987 with the On a Night Like This album. Now, I myself wouldn't have only known so much about that type of tunes if back in the day with myself going in the, um, up in the D.C. metro area. Um, there's a local station, WPFW, um, who used to have a show that played all of that type of music during the weekend my folks listened to and that was the first time i ever heard of any of that type of joints and um being able to get in and um you know check out all of those type of um musical vibes and you know he performed with everybody from eric clapton to the boston pops won grammys um did a ton of r&b and funk releases um all of that type of stuff so that's a really imported dude on the low um, with music if you're not you know necessarily into that especially just in terms of the new orleans jazz and other music traditions so definitely um r.i.p and um, condolences to his family friends and whatever else so yeah um it's been that kind of year everybody it's been that kind of year and it's another sign for 
a lot of our generation and others that, you know, a lot of the old school folks are passing away. If we don't step up, it's only going to get worse, you know, on creative and other ends. So you had to throw all them joints out there. Um, let's see here. Um, I'll get a little more to the the other side story before we get into like the big overarching talk with this week's show. Um, the United States on the low will start de- deporting Haitian immigrants after six years after the earthquake that happened in Haiti. And this news kind of came in on the low. So shout out to um think progress of them for reporting on this it shows to me the to it i think what's the, the rather obvious but unfortunate hierarchy in regards to immigration in this country where it's like the dominican republic has a whole bunch of crazy stuff going on in terms of them not you know wanting to have darker skinned folks or folks who are more obviously from the black diaspora in their country anymore you know particularly in haiti and all these other spots, and now the U.S. is just there like, yeah, we don't have any more sympathy for y'all guys. Y'all got to be out, or we're not going to let you cross. And that has a lot of people right now who are stuck in Mexico who are trying to get in and um, get immigration um, rights to become permanent citizens or whatever have you. And to me, though, that's that's pretty deep. You know what I'm saying? Because there's always been a thing with immigration in this country in regards to who they feel is more acceptable to come in, quote unquote, than whatever else. Because especially in the modern day age, you don't ever hear about, oh, there's a whole bunch of this type of European immigrant coming in. We can't have y'all here no more, you know. But when it comes to people of color, all of a sudden you're you're the enemy, you're a different type of threat, you're even more, you know, foreign or whatever have you. So that was an interesting story that crossed over in here to us. Um, let's see here. Good Lord, we have so many that's going to be this other story. Um, let me knock these other ones out right quick. The large imprisonment strike in the U.S. history has entered in its second weekend. Like everything else, that hasn't gotten a whole lot of mainstream press attention at all. And there's some folks who will be there like, why are prisoners going on strike? They're in prison. Well, essentially, a lot of prisons, especially with how a lot of our prison industry has been privatized, it's essentially a way to have, you know, people up in there work for cheap. And that's for everything from technological type of jobs to call center type of stuff and so forth and so on. And basically have a lot of prisoners who's like, yo, that's that's enough. You know, we're supposed to have progress since 45 years after Attica and all of that in terms of, you know, poor, you know, pay, lack of rehabilitation programs, bad food, bad substandard um, prison housing, so forth and so on. And this is prisoners in 24 states and through 40 to 50 prisons who have um, dedicated themselves thus far with everything from hunger strikes to destroying property and more. So I'm curious to see how this type of thing goes, especially with the aspect of for better, well, definitely for worse. I can't even say for better or for worse. Just for the aspect of a lot of prisoners due to quite a bit of unfair sentencing and other stuff on top of people who literally just commit crimes um, tend to be people of color and tend to be, you know, particularly black folks. So there's a multifaceted, deeper thing going on here in regards to just trying to use another form of black labor for indigenous servitude at best, um, new age slavery at worst, you know. So we'll be keeping track of that and seeing what's going on. 
guess this is the last thing for now before we get into these other stories that tie into each other and get into the more pop culture part. Um, Americans' trust in mass media sinks to a new low according to a recent Gallup poll. That should be the most obvious crap ever. But hey, it's good there's a poll. If you ever watch, you know, some of these corporate news channels, and you're like, get the entire fuck out of here, what y'all are talking about. Or what you're avoiding talking about sometimes. Much less to spin. Um, it says 32% have a great deal or fair amount of trust. And confidence drops among younger and older Americans. Yeah. Um, just off of our current political um, cycle alone with the mess that is the U.S. presidential election where I think almost nobody is remotely likable and you kind of feel like you're choosing to get the incompetent, crazy orange person and a relatively crooked white woman. It's like, yeah, hmm. If you're kind of going to bat real hard for either of those two and not really giving both sides the criticism that they deserve on a journalistic level, much less whatever else, because, you know, both sides have dirt, you know what I'm saying? Instead of treating it like it's a freaking entertainment thing. Yeah, people aren't going to really trust much of anything. So the times we talk about, hey, man, mass media is kind of crazy, especially corporate-owned mass media here in the States, there's a reason. And more people are getting hip to it. It's just a matter of if people are getting hip to it, they want to make demands for said forms of mass media and news and stuff to get better or if they're just going to try to go towards splintered lanes that just pretty much report what they want to report, you know? Yeah, and um, um, I, I think that's, I guess it should be kind of obvious that, that you know, I think probably it was before then, it's just maybe they took the poll and now the poll people who took the poll know. But um, um, real black folks, and that doesn't represent everybody who looks black. Have already, um, have already known that. I mean, in the sense of the murders and the bad things that have happened and it being skewed or being wrongly projected from them. That's just how it is. Media in the Western world has always been tilted at dividing blacks or saying things that makes everybody look down on them. So when people, when they start killing them, it doesn't look as bad to the world. The, the the biggest tool to subverting and subjugating is is a lot of times the media. You know, you know. Very the, true. They in the media, the media also represents the people um, who the naturalization service because they tell a lot of people who come over this country about how black people are, and because they want those people to be divided. So what you'll have is that niggas who look niggas. He's black, but they have white intentions coming from other countries. But they look black. You know what I'm saying? So that's why that, that look black shit is very confusing. Very, very confusing. And um, she did mention something about immigrants coming over, about the Haitian name. Mm-hmm. Not all Haitians like African Americans. Not all Christians in general like African Americans. So that's not really a concern, really, of. Real black folks. Oh. I mean, we don't want you to be hurt or harmed, but y'all gonna come over here teaming up the white folks. So well, if they don't make it, that doesn't really concern me. Only one I'm concerned about is one who, in other words, Fusion has spoken to this Haitian chat a couple of weeks. I'm gonna bring up that thing you said today. He said something about 
uh, well, I don't, I, I can't identify with this, what's happening with blacks. And, and when Jesus told me that, I said, that's right, you can't, because you're a coward. Well, that's a Black whole... Blacks don't need cowards from other countries teaming up with white people. Well, that's a, that's a whole other thing we're going to get into when we get into these other stories. Because when we get to it, like for me, it's, it's, it's a very weird place I'm at right now in terms of what folks would think of as diasporic, you know, unity and thought and stuff. Right? That's a good because when we get to that in terms of like, hey, folks are in the black diaspora and this, that, and the third, um, I'm not as utopian with it as I used to be, partially just due to life experience and um, seeing how other stuff is, because when it gets right down to it, whether it's folks who were born here in the States or in the other place, you get to the point where you have a decision to make whether you're going to accept what society says about groups as a whole or if you're going to let it go when you realize the bullshit that a lot of those stereotypes and other stuff are. And there's a lot of people who, if they feel they're going to benefit from the stereotypes, they're not trying to have it go down because they're going to feel a need to be superior to somebody. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's because of socioeconomic background, whether it's because of a nation or nation state they come from, um, whether it's because of various forms of colorism, I'm lighter than you, so I'm superior and all that corny bullshit. Sometimes whether it becomes to um, being male or female, there's a lot of stuff that a lot of people don't want to change because that's going to mess up how they feel they're in the wrong of society, even if the society in itself is sick. And with the both of us, um, for people who are new, the both of us are um, black Americans. You know what I'm saying? For those of us who are black Americans, you got some folks who will find other ways to find ways to sneak this or out, outright diss you for being black American, no matter what you do, no matter what your vibe is or whatever else. You got to sit back and think about why is that? And that is because black Americans historically, which is a whole other realm of why I think a lot of us look at media funny is that black Americans historically have have had mass media talk about us being inferior or just in terms of being cool in certain lanes. Oh, you're cool and exotic if I have sex with you. You're cool if your violence and brutality on some levels is either directed towards your own or it's not directed, you know, towards me. And you're cool and you're cool if you're cool real quick, Mm -hmm. you're cool if you kinda if like, for example, I work with dirtbags and low guys, and most of them are immigrants. That's why I tell people, if, if, if you're not seeing certain things on a certain level, you don't know. Not everything Trump is saying about immigrants is wrong. Now, I, I have a problem with the part of my Muslims, because as far as I'm concerned, all the real Muslims are in New York and New Jersey. I don't know about the rest of these niggas anywhere else. So, and, and, and those Muslims are not a problem. And those Muslims are more practicing Muslims. Niggas are religion. Niggas are spirituality. So most of the shit that they're talking about is motherfuckers who are, who don't look like niggas who maybe have a couple of Negroes in tow. But, um, um, you know, at the end of the day, you know, um, um, but for example, Hollywood, the original Hollywood, was, which was ran by Jewish Americans, their original, their first movies were about downing black people, you know what I'm saying, or people of color, because it was all in the mind to put people, get, get people a certain view, 
of, of us. And so, and, and also for us to view ourselves in that way. Because once we view ourselves as being beneath any man, then that was a part of the situation, then that was a part of the subjugation and the spiritual control. Also, there was a thing called the Willie Lynch letter in the 1700s. It was about a form of Roman style, all my learned and conscious cats know what I'm talking about, about Roman style of um, control. And they wanted to divide people by, by, by skin color, light and dark, fat, skinny, tall, short. You know what I'm saying? And these did, and you know, and and it was something set in motion in in seventeen twelve of Virginia. And I was in Virginia, two thousand twelve, and it's still in motion, baby. Mm-hmm. The Negroes down there is 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 still going according to that as they was when it was first introduced. But that was three hundred years later. But see, that's you the entire, that? but that's the entire point of all of this, right? Like. If you want to transcend certain things, you had to transcend certain quote-unquote societal norms, even though a lot of these mentalities should not be normal. You know what I'm saying? And for a lot of people, if they feel that they get a higher up, even if the society has problems, they're going to be there like, well, whatever. I really only wanted to change so far. And as I was going into beforehand, you know, a lot of stuff with, you know, black Americans in particular, it's like, Hey, you know, if you do this thing, like if you work for us, we'll tolerate. Like at most, we're tolerated. If you work for us, you're you're tolerated. If you're entertaining somehow, whether you act, sing, dance, um, rhyme about killing other motherfuckers on the beat, we can dance too. You know what I'm saying? Who aren't me? Yeah. You know what I'm it's saying? Do that style of music. Do that style um, of music to subjugate, subjugate your own. Do that style. Make records about poor black people. And that they're out, and, they're, and and broke niggas should be against the law. White people, racist white people, love niggas who make records like that oh, because and, that that oh, makes and, them realize that the the corrosive acid that's spewing on people is working. Well, see, the thing about all of that type of stuff is, and I'm going to get into these other stories real quick, and I just want to do a little intro with all of this. Is like when you're in a role, especially as a black American, and folks think of you as safe. They get really mad when they realize that you are a complex person. One of the worst things about all the stuff that you and I have been talking about is that black Americans, pretty much since we've been put on this country, at least middle passage-wise, right? I mean, we could get into the entire thing about, you know, folks we talk about as being Native Americans or whatever, and, you know, black black Americans, you know, interacting even before, you know, the modern-day period of Eurocentric slavery and what have you is that when you sit back and you look at all of this, black Americans have always been denied just the form of humanity to just be a human being. And this is just more than on a legal level via the Constitution or whatever else. It's about you being complex, that you can just be you, that you don't have to fit into so-called norms to be, quote-unquote, a real black person or whatever else, or just a real person. Because even in this day, and let me just go ahead and segue right into um, these stories, where we still have these police killings, and they are killings going on, and people trying to try to find every excuse in the world to be like, well, this is why this black man or black woman deserved to have been beaten, shot, killed, etc. A lot of it comes down to people just wanting to be in denial that, a person can have ups, downs, and failings, but still be 
worthwhile of having respect and being able to just live. Like, we have had the certain things about black exceptionalism be turned into a gross mutated thing where people will want to try to be there like, well, that nigga wasn't perfect. That's why they did. What the fuck does perfection have to do with anything? Nobody is perfect. Nobody is perfect. But somehow when these situations happen, it's always like, well, they had a past. Who doesn't? You know what I'm saying? What does that have to do with anything? Like, let's go delve right into this shit, right? Like, um, first case um, earlier this week in Oklahoma, Tulsa, Oklahoma, which has had recent incidents of um, black men and other people of um, color being killed unjustly by various agents of law enforcement. Um, a man by the name of Terrence Crutcher had his car break down on the road. And what happened with him is that a bunch of cops surrounded him. Um, story, of course, like they always do, which is one of the reasons why lots of people don't trust mass media or lots of law enforcement recently. Um, essentially, it got to a point where, you know, he had his hands up in the air and, you know, all that type of stuff. Um, people who seen the video had people that are like, wow, he looks like a big bad dude, which apparently you can't be any size of the black man and just get away with just being able to live and shit. Um, he was coming back from a college class and this situation happened and he ended up being shot by a cop by the name of Betty Shelby in his chest while he stood hands in the air um, going towards the car the way they told him to. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, unarmed next to his car. Um, right now, she had been con- facing a manslaughter charge, which, quite frankly, it should be more. Because if you see the video, there's no way in hell that dude should have been killed. And, you know, first they tried to put the story on, well, I thought he was on PCP because, you know, nothing's more scarier than a, than a nigga on drugs, right? Or whatever. And then, you know, that that was one of those obvious, come the fuck on. If, if a dude was on PCP, because I don't know about anybody else in life. I've seen people on that before. You ain't letting nobody who, you know hit some PCP or some Sherm, walk to their car to do anything. If you were that nervous, they would have been incapacitated by some some other means. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, again, when people just being there like, well, there there was some stuff that might have been in his car. Y'all didn't stop him for any of that. Dude was just stranded on the side of the road, and you decided to kill him. And right from the gate, people wanted to get into spinning this thing about well he looked like a big bad dude oh he was reaching into the window you see the video he wasn't reaching how can you reach to a window of a rolled of of a rolled up car when the window was up all of this type of stuff going on but you know like everything else and unfortunately we get into some of the the wag side to the internet well if he did what i'm like he did do what the cops said he's still dead still dead and this is a situation that we can't even go three months without some bullshit like this happening. Or three weeks. No doubt. And a lot of times mm-hmm. we'll say people of color, but it really is just American black people. Because it, it, it's been long enough, you don't see many, you don't see Hispanics, lighter skinned, straight hair getting shot by the police on the same level of black people. Black people who say otherwise are scared. Well, you don't see Caribbean blacks getting well, killed on this level because you know why? White men own them. 
Well, well, very, we very, them. very quick interjection and, and on And we them. don't own us. And that's why we have to come at us harder because we're the ones that's going to say whatever. I saw this thing the other day about the thing in Charlotte, and you showed this one Negro coming up and hugging the police, saying it was brothering and arguing with protesters. Then I saw his last name. I thought, you got an African last name. You were Im- you were son of immigrants. You don't oh. understand black culture. You was a white man. Well, let, let me get into this other part real quick, okay? Because we, we're going to have to get into all of this right now. And just one quick side interjection. Um, one of the main folks who are killed in these type of situations and in these type of ways besides us on very high levels, on very high levels, is Native Americans. Oh, well, Native Americans are black people, well, so well, they don't well, count. Know, well, you, I, well, I, 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 had, I had to make these distinguishments, you know what I'm saying? No, 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 but of course, big, cause, cause, cause big people up, are people, big you know. Big up and much respect to my Native American brethren. Of, uh, 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 I'm not talking about them because that blood, we, I have that blood in me, so... You know, I mean, I'm we, more I'm more like them than I'm like American black people. So, anyway. Cause, no, but say it's one of those things I just had to break down because I know I know how people are, and I don't feel like dealing with a whole bunch of bullshit with folks later on. So I just had to do that. But in terms of like the high level of this happening, and it's because of like just straight up assumptions. It's black Americans, it's Native Americans, it's um various folks of Latino descent, and, and ironically, it's poor white folks. So like. When I get into talking about these type of things, like all of these two groups of folks have various stereotypes where somehow their lives on various levels are supposed to be lesser than whatever the definition of mainstream society is. Now, we were, you were getting right into the situation with um, what's going on in North Carolina and in Charlotte, North Carolina, where I got um, fellow acquaintances, fam, and friends who live around there. And it was one of those weeks I was just there like, damn, this other story is already some bullshit. I'm not amped about this white woman getting an indictment because we've had plenty of indictments of police people. We haven't had a lot of actual justice and jail time given to damn near anybody. I am in a state right now with the Freddie Gray situation. Four, um, I'm, I'm sorry, six police officers got indicted. None of them got any time. None of them got any tickets. But somehow, you know, this guy just somehow spontaneously, you know, broke his damn back and and had his spine messed up. Somehow that happened. And somehow the state decided to pay his family a few million dollars. But nobody is responsible in a court of law. So, you know, with that situation, that's cool and that's nice. And I think they probably did manslaughter because that'll be easier to actually pin stuff on people. Um, Wake me when people get a maximum sentence for something. Because when all this stuff has been on tape and like high definition, crispy video and everything else, a lot of people have still been able to walk away from sentencing. Like, I'm at the point, I think a lot of indictments are just happening just so people don't burn towns down. You know what I'm saying? Oh, let's calm people down and, and throw down an indictment. Because a lot of it always had to be after people have to push. When there's marches going on, when people are really getting to the history of various police officers and cops or whatever else who were a part of these things. Because this particular lady has had is- legal issues before, but she still got to be a law enforcement officer. So what does that mean? You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah. Um, in Charlotte, North Carolina, a man by the name of Keith Lamont Scott was sitting in his car, um, w- waiting for his son to come back um from school. And this is another thing that makes me be there. Like, no wonder why people don't trust mass media because the story has been changing literally every damn day. Um, there was supposed to be a police raid to capture somebody else around the area that this man was at. And um, 
people rolled up on this vehicle, on his vehicle, and um, his wife happened to be out there, and she had ended up taking from far away because, you know, unfortunately, as a black American or just a person of color in general, you're just there like, I got to tape everything because I really can't trust what the fuck people are going to say if something happens. She was saying that, hey, he only has a book, and um, he has a um, brain injury, a, B- a BTI, yeah, a traumatic so brain strong. injury. And um, you have all of this, and the man goes ahead, and um, they go through the motions, and they're yelling that he has a gun. And she's like, she, he does not have a gun. He doesn't have any of that. And um, he gets shot and killed, essentially for sitting in his car waiting for people. And then, you know, when they were like, you know, come out or whatever, following the directions they told him to follow. So, again, what point does all that have to do when you're still going to get shot and killed? Now, people are trying to spin this story in a whole lot of ways, like, oh, we rolled up on him because he has suspected marijuana, which is some old 1900s type of shit, where it's like, oh, Negroes and weed means violent and evil, which is a whole bunch of garbage, you know what I'm saying? Because if you just have weed, why are you rolling up on a whole bunch of people with a whole bunch of guns? Um, There's a story about him having a gun, which North Carolina is an open carry state. We don't even need to have a permit to have a gun. So him having a gun alone should not be any reason whatsoever to roll up on people and kill them. And with all the video that has dropped so far, including via the um, Charlotte police after being forced to put video and stuff out there, nothing at all showed that he was being threatening with any weapon or even carrying a weapon. So the past few days there have been various protests and some rioting and stuff up in Charlotte. And um, right now, they got the National Guard out there doing a semi-kind of sort of martial law thing out there, which is nuts. And I sit back and I look at these cases, and people always try to tell us to chill, keep calm, keep mellow, you know, stay peaceful. Always invoking Martin Luther King when people get their, get into, in their feelings. And I just sit back and I look at all this and I'm like, you know, no offense, fuck protecting your feelings. No, all offense, actually. Fuck protecting your feelings. Because every time something happens to black Americans and other people of color in this country, you're being told to not be a human being. You're being told that you're not supposed to be angry, sad, mad, pissed, or whatever, that incidents like this happen all the time, and the vast majority of the time, People get to skirt on by. In many ways, our society has only advanced via technology and not mentally. <laughs> on an individual or societal level. And for me, and I put this on my Facebook, I'm like, people need to stop telling us not to feel things. Because feeling things is one of those many things that makes you feel human. It's a matter of you feel these things, it's legit. Now, how are we going to channel these feelings into progress? You think that Dr. King wasn't mad or sad or angry? You think Malcolm X wasn't mad, sad, or angry? You think all these people who've done all this fighting never had feelings? When people tell you to not have feelings, they are denying you your basic humanity. But that has always been done in this country towards various minorities. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, control yourself and, you know, still play your football games. Still, you know, 
make these jolly songs for us to dance to, still work in our offices or, you know, labor gigs or whatever else. But when it comes to you being there, like, I'm tired of this bullshit and I want to be treated like a real citizen, you're told to calm down. You're told these few guys might have money and status. That means everything is equal. That is above and beyond bullshit. And that is bullshit that has happened under multiple political parties, under multiple presidents. Look at all this shit that's happening under a black president. And that's not saying that he's the emperor of this you know, place or whatever. But look at all this shit that's happening. Should that alone not show that things aren't cool and that things aren't straight? You got a lot of people who get more mad that you're not engaging in the idolatry of worshiping the stars and stripes of the American flag and standing up to a national anthem that was written by a virulent racist. But when actual racist and classist bullshit happens, you're just supposed to sit back and take it and be cool. All these cats who were going after um, Colin Kalpernick and other um, folks from children. You got people literally threatening children for protesting peacefully because of the treatment of things that, you know, that brother brought up in regards to issues of law enforcement overreach, police brutality, and inequality in this country and more. You got people want to yell and scream and everything about that, but are dead the fuck ass silent when stuff like this happens. Dead the fuck silent. Where 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 is your protest been? That ultimately shows that people are just mad at the fact of black people wanting to be people, wanting to be acknowledged as people. And quite frankly, um, I'm at the stage right now where I'm not an advocate of violence. I'm really not, but I understand why it happens. I understand why riots happen. And more people than myself need to recognize this, too, and try to get to change. Like, you can't tell black people to be calm and keep cool, but somehow we are the ones who have to solve issues of racism, prejudice, or whatever. We didn't make up these systems. Other folks made up those systems. Now, some of us, unfortunately, reinforced those systems. Which is some bullshit. It's like how Charlotte is like, okay, we got to bring out the black chief of police to say this bullshit. Like when that when the shit happened in Dallas, let's bring out this black chief of police. You know, the people who are black on the outside and whatnot to try to calm people down. And you sit back and you look at all of this stuff. And as a person of history, much less the particular brand of spirituality I'm on or whatever, things have to be about balance and push and pull. Nothing in this country has ever occurred because of the kindness of somebody's heart and government alone. Not alone. Lots of progress for all kinds of people has come through protests. Peaceful and non-peaceful. Quite frankly, the, um, excuse me, America has a lot of checks. This ass can't cash and they need to be happy that a lot of folks haven't torn this shit down. Which is the way people are being treated. And particularly black Americans, much less, you know, other groups of folks. You know what I'm saying? And when I look at something with a Colin Kalpernick where it's just they're like, oh, this is an evil Negro because he put his, you know, he's um on his, he um is on one knee while the, the anthem is playing. You need to be happy that knee is on the ground instead of up somebody's ass. 
the way this is going. Because America deserves a lot of knees, hits, and stuff in its ass for how it has treated people. But folks are still, you know, relatively staying cool. But how long that's going to happen, I I do not know. And I'm not really think I'm going to be upset if stuff gets to a certain point, particularly if, you know, people who are of my own, and I'm going beyond race right now, I'm just going to people who are about to struggle one to make shit better for everybody. Because, again, that's how progress has always been made in this country when people of multiple backgrounds have united with each other. And, you know, wanting to make stuff happen. Like, these stories kill me just for the sake of in the past two years. Like, um, we've talked about Ferguson before on this show. Nobody has learned shit since Ferguson. The only thing that hasn't occurred, at least as of broadcast time, is a bunch of civil rights hustlers and leeches getting into Charlotte or Tulsa. And that's going to probably well, happen soon. And that's going to probably be a whole bunch of folks who look like you and me trying to tell people to chill who are being backed by other powers who want to keep things as stagnant as possible and make the change as surface as possible. And we're, we need to be beyond that, Joe. We really need to be beyond that. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, yeah. I think particularly all people of color, specifically African-Americans, have to pray every time they leave the house. Have to have certain thoughts in their mind because you don't know if that'll be the last time you're leaving the house or leaving this realm when you leave your house. Somebody could put that that situation upon you. This is what I've come to realize is this. They're not going to learn anything from that because the death of black people particularly African-Americans, the cream of the crop on the planet Earth, is that they are doing blood sacrifices. We are surrounded. This is not a godly nation and never was. They wanted people to think they were Christians, but they were never Christians. The killing of black people and the reason why it seems so merciless or the killing of people overseas, like that bombing and stuff going on, that's population control. You know, or like these like the human humanitarian aid is supposed to go to people. That's that's they don't want them to get it because that means they'll live longer, and then they possibly could be mad at being bombed. Mm-hmm. So everything that goes on, particularly foreign policy, when related to the West, is about population control. So there'll be less people in the way when they come in and take over the land and natural resources and uh, impregnate the women. But I think um, what people don't realize is that this death represents a blood sacrifice. God doesn't need a blood sacrifice. The opponent of God needs a blood sacrifice. Blood sacrifice represents another energy that they can enter this world by the number, by by the death of the next man. You know, and it's been, and that spirit that comes to this world. God don't need people to kill other people. The devil needs that. And to me, as far as I'm concerned, this represents. Um, Witchcraft's satanic act being perpetrated by people in authority because they need the blood. I know that sounds weird to some people, but there's not going to be a logic to around this because, because remember, police were used to be the old slave patrols, slave patrols, and they're basically doing what this, they, they've always done. And when I say that these people, well, you know, well, I'm talking about racist ones, not just the good nature ones, you know, but the racist ones. They want to perpetrate an ungodly thing upon humanity, you know. So don't 
get it twisted when I might say certain things to my wife or what I said today. You know what I'm saying? But um, th- th- there is a concentrated effort for us to be focused on things that we shouldn't be focused on. And 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 when that is what and when we're not focused on what we're supposed to be focused on, it's easy to manipulate and control, or or confused. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to put that in there because I'm a researcher and I know that there are certain ways that they try to deal with people, and the best way to deal with people is from the inside out. You know, if yeah. I can control their mind, if I control their mind, I don't necessarily have to control their. If I control their mind, I got their body. If I control their spirit. I got their mind and their body. Well, that's one of the things that's ultimately, to me, that's frightening. Because when you see stories like this, where it's like, where it's like super blatant, right? Because we could all engage in academic exercises in regards to, well, A, B, C, D, or E. Where you're just there like, yo, that person deserves a chance to live. And people will just be there like, well, whatever, whatever, this, that, and the third. It's like, I've seen these opinions, not just from racist whites, because quite frankly, that's light work in this day and age for me. You know, I'll be 38 in a few months. And having done this show for over 18 years, you know, people who do all that, I'm just like, man, that's 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 to be expected. It still affects me when I see black people and other people of color trying to excuse stuff. Where is it? They're like, y'all should know by now that no matter what you do, people are looking at you as lesser. And that's until a whole societal change goes down. It's nice that you have a nice job, you know. Myself and the Black Hawk do decently. We ain't rich, we ain't poor, we do decent. You know what I'm saying? But there's certain things we both experience, and there's certain things we haven't experienced. But we still have basic empathy towards people when nonsense happens. To see people who want to embrace this warped version of, well, I'm a member of the Talented 10th, and I'm making six figures and I wear nice suits and I talk a certain way and I got certain pieces of parchment that say I'm educated. Like, that's going to be your ultimate form of protection? You're fucking stupid. There's no nice way of saying it. In 2016, you're stupid. We had to remember when President Obama first got into office, the crap they gave him, he literally did the American dream vibe. Whether you agree with his politics or not, he did the American dream vibe, but they've been still giving him crap to this day. Dr. Henry Lewis Gates got arrested in front of his own house. He's, you know, world-known, world-renowned, et cetera, et cetera. People do those, um, you know, those SWAT calls on various rich black people, and you see all the people they do come out there, and they're like, nothing will happen, but they'll still be there like, yo, I could call, you know, LAPD on Chris Brown or Dr. Dre. They're going to go through all this stuff because I could just say they do something. Or whatever, whatever. All the famous black folks who you know, still have what, you, whether you want to call it backbone, spirit, or soul, et cetera, who, who actually talk about the bullshit that's happening and the stuff they get because they're not being, quote, unquote, the good person because, hey, you got money. That means we're, we're in a post-racial age. No, it doesn't. None of this stuff does. But when I see people who look like me and are on all this other stuff who are just there like, well, they accept me. That means everything's good. You need to let the fantasy go. Let it go. It's like when I see these um cats who back up Trump. I'm like, how? Like, I don't know how much the soul costs, but I hope it's at least the mid-six figures. Because I'm like, look at this corny shit you're saying. But some of those folks, I'm like, you actually believe what you're talking about. You hate yourself that much to be like, yeah, man, if these dumb niggers learn something, then they, they got to vote for this dude who's spending all this, you know, insanity. 
Like how? How? How are you like Latino and you're just talking about there'll be taco trucks on every corner if Hillary Clinton gets hired? This is like, damn, how much do you hate yourself to spit them stereotypes? You know what I'm saying? Because I can't see myself getting paid, if it's not the most absurd amount ever, to say some crazy shit and be able to sleep at night. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And when you look at cases like this, and there's people who, they have, you know, done stuff on quote-unquote the rough side of the tracks, and they're still talking about if you just obey the police. That shows how deep the sickness goes in people's minds, you know, because guess what? We have had a lot of fairy tales sold to us about the American dream and certain people in positions of power that it should be obvious are not true. All law enforcement agents aren't good. That doesn't mean there aren't people who aren't on the bullshit and who are actually even about changing the system. I mean, I like bringing up Frank Serpico. He's the most obvious person to me. Well, I'm like, that man still gets spread from stuff he did back in the 70s to change the NYPD. The 70s. Like, there are people who are like that in various offices, but it's like when people talk about, well, talk about the good cops. You know what? I have not seen one police union yet when situations like this happen of people of any background, much like the general police unions, talk about, we aren't for this bullshit. Where is that group of good cops? Not individuals, but where is that group? As a matter of fact, the Fraternal Order of Police is backing Donald Trump for for his presidency. That happened this past week. So how are we supposed to look at things? How is it supposed to be? And... Change in itself has always happened on multifaceted levels. It's happened via the grassroots to the offices. But if you can't have people just be truthful about this is fucked up, things like this are going to keep happening, and revolution is going to be more violent than nonviolent. <laughs> and, um, yeah, you can't keep telling people to hold in their feelings until stuff explodes. It happens with individuals, and a damn sure can happen with groups, too. So there needs to be a reckoning, and it's just going to be a matter of how... um said reckoning goes down and occurs like as i always say i hope that justice happens on this plane i know it's going to happen on the next but need to happen more on this plane because it it has just not been that way right now and um matter of fact i'm just going to quickly talk about um this particular warped view of black humanity um through um, the opening of the current um african-american history museum here in dc now, myself and the Black Hawk are going to be going down there in the next few weeks, and we'll talk about our experiences in the building, because to me, that's ultimately going to be the big thing of importance, because um, it looks like they're going to have an interesting take on not just famous people, but regular people, and how they have shaped not just black history or black American history, but American history as a whole. Um, I was watching the opening ceremonies yesterday. And there's a distinct, and I mean, maybe just because it's the opening ceremonies, um, there's kind of a distinct feeling that came from me of a, if you're not a quote unquote exceptional black person, you're not really important. Yeah. Um, and that which really. Meant the, which meant the fraternities were there, black fraternities and a whole bunch of black. Acting like the heterosexual motherfuckers is there looking down on people. Like, for me, because because I'm a person, I, I'll put it this way. I like museums. I don't work terribly far from a lot of the Smithsonian's. 
or whatever. And I really want to see this joint, and I'm very, very curious because I know people have been putting in lots of hard work and stuff for it for a long time. So this is not a distort institution or whatever at all. Quite frankly, I cannot do that unless I come in and I'm like, there's a bunch of bullshit, but it doesn't even look like it's going to be that way. Um, when I go to the opening ceremonies, I think it was kind of a perfect encapsulation of what people want black history to be instead of what it is. You know what I'm saying? Um, there's a lot, uh, there was a lot to me of if you weren't these particular names or you did stuff in this particular way, and I mean, I know an opening ceremony is not going to show everything, right? But it's like, it's kind of weird that certain folks got the, you know, the quick name mentioned, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got a quick Fannie Lou Hamer mentioned, you know what I'm saying? You got a quick Maya Angelou mentioned, you got a quick Malcolm X mentioned. You talked more about those who seem to be on a higher economic plane or were more, I don't want to be, I don't want to be rude. I'm trying to think of the best word I can use a more gradual progress type of person, if that makes sense. Like, we can slowly get to the point of the promised land instead of being at the fucking promised land. Um, How can I put this? Like, in other words, yes, you know, your, your, your work has been slow and steady and, you know, eventually you'll be awarded. I think it's tiring to be told that you'll eventually be awarded. Why can't we be awarded now? Why can't we have a slice of heaven on earth right now? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's the warped version, and this is not a diss towards Christianity, but I think that folks who are Christians in the best ways possible can acknowledge this, a certain subservient type of Christianity. You know, and for me, it just made me feel kind of a way where it's just there like, there's talk about love and struggle and keeping it cool and all that type of stuff. But it's like, where is the, there was fight. There was real fighting that had to go on to get stuff happening. Whether it was from folks from Kingston, North Carolina, doing walkouts from their schools in the 1950s. The people having to, you know, put their fist in the air and go on a knee or lay down right now in 2016. Where are those aspects of stuff when it comes to things like this because when you do this entire sainted, anointed, you know, stoic, struggling black people talk and crap, it makes people think that if you are not that type of black person, somehow you are not real and somehow you are not acceptable. And this is a personal thing for me. I don't know how the Black Hawks feels about this, but it just annoys the hell out of me. It just makes me mad because if that is supposed to be the standard of black success is being like that and or having a certain amount of money where people are just there like, well, that nigga has money, then where are you? You know what I'm saying? You're telling a lot of people that they don't belong, that they're not important, that they don't have meaning with this type of stuff. And um, again, it just rubbed me the wrong way. And the particular thing that rubbed me super the wrong way and um, I was talking to the Black Hawk on the phone when this was happening, was that Chief Justice John Roberts was up there, and he had the absolute fucking nerve to be there talking about bad um, Supreme Court decisions with black people. This is the same bastard who has helped dismantle the Voting Act, Rights Act of 1965 in various states where people had to fight, particularly in southern states, to have equal rights to vote again because of that. I'm like, this motherfucker is a part of the opening of the National African American History Museum in D.C.? Really? 
really? And you know, of course, you ain't talking about that shit. Like, there's always a spin where the black American is supposed to be ultra forgiving of everything, ultra cool with everything. You know what I'm saying? You're either a savage or you're that way. And I am just, especially with this past week of news stories, I am really fucking tired of that. Black people have feelings. Don't be stupid with your feelings. Because ultimately, it's about strategizing and planning and channeling those feelings. But have feelings. Let people know your feelings. Stop trying to be the one who is always safe and controlled, because guess what? That has only gotten us so far, yo. That has only gotten us so far, and we need to get further. But, yeah, that side note on that. Um, Best part of that was two things with the opening. Patti LaBelle singing, because Patti is Patti. You know what I'm saying? And Stevie Wonder singing. Insofar as I am concerned, besides um, um, Rep. John Lewis, those were the realest cats on stage to me. You know what I'm saying? With the different ways, you know, they, you know, talk about stuff and feel stuff or whatever. But um, it was just one of those things I looked at and it just really, really made me upset where even this, you know, quiet, dignified version of a black person is still a stereotype. It's a thing to me where even if you, even with what is quote unquote a good stereotype, it's still a stereotype. And we we just can't really accept these things anymore in terms of what is acceptable blackness. Because guess what? We've done acceptable blackness. That's right. We've done it quite a bit. And I'm not saying that people are supposed to be, you know, fucking insane and bugging or whatever. But it's like, what do you do when you do what people say that you're supposed to do and you're still not accepted? Check this out. Mm-hmm. Talk about patriotism playing the role. My older brother and myself were some of the more patriotic black people I have ever met, particularly during the 80s. Mm-hmm. And my older brother's still like that. My oldest brother's still like that. And we kind of we get into disagreements. And one of the main things that I, we, we, um, the difference between us is that I'm the researcher. And I think I got the majority of the godly genes of, <laughs> of us, too. Um, you know, he take medication. I ain't take medication in my life, you know, outside of, you know, for something like maybe a cold or something. Um, so, um, but I was saying, but we were more patriotic motherfuckers, and, 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 and the thing that, see, what people don't realize is that black people like me were one time those other black people. Mm-hmm. I wasn't always like this. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'm glad I wasn't raised in a household where black people pushed that. Those ideas I got from from the school. Most of the, actually, most of the ideas is that most of the stuff that I disagreed with my parents about were ideas that I got outside the house, not inside the house. Mm-hmm. And um, and so these people a lot of times had broke. They got to the point that it didn't matter what they did or whatever, whatever, whatever. So they broke. So they they were there. Me, I was there. You know what I'm saying? And, and the cats that's from Jersey know me. I was never like Colin Powell. I never was Clarence Town. I never was one of those Negroes. Mm-hmm. But I was much different than I am today. And and most of it, it was because you wanted to believe everything was right. You wanted to believe the doctors were on your side. The no cops were on your side. You know what I'm saying? Those watching you through these cameras are on your side. And they're not. You know what I'm saying? You know, plus there's this thing I heard up on, on RT 
television. Shout out to RT, the man. There's a few folks we know from uh, RT America. All the shows on there are good. I know it's a Tom Hartman show. He had brought up the fact that um, he brings up a lot of good things. But um, I think there was an aspect. I forget. I don't know if I, I don't remember right now. But, you know, some of these people, they get to the point where they just break. And see, they were there. They were in that position of, like, well, but they fell that down. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, so therefore that strength that they had, you know, I, I, I knew I was going to be a career military person. I knew it. And it was. And, 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 and you know, because I lived in the north and the south. I didn't always live in Jersey. Because my parents were from the south. And so... I got to experience that. And I noticed that when I was down south, wasn't really nobody talking that conscious, you know, you know, black, you know, they might have responded to physical, I mean, to, to physical or political situations, but nobody was thinking that way at that time. Then as time went on, I just remember coming when I, we moved back to Jersey. I remember the school I was going to, which had, which had famous people at it. I'm not going to mention their names. Their elementary school in Jersey, who became to be famous, rather. And, um, but I remember that I remember I remember you know being in there. I remember like just being, you know, that dude. And I remember one day I was walking home and I saw a poster on the back of the school. It was Farrakhan. I had never seen that picture before. I didn't know what Farrakhan was. This was a long time ago. This was probably 13 years old. I just remember looking at that, looking at this picture of Farrakhan. And then you know bits and pieces of time. Rap music was very instrumental for me. That's why they. That's why the companies don't want want. To, to for people or support people that push uh, political or social conscious records or mentally conscious records because they they learned also they learned from what happened in Vietnam because there was a lot of culture music then and that and that was that was the, against the war and they learned it in the eighties they don't want to do that no more because then that'll make wake people out of the party and bullshit mentality get away from them from you know. All I do is work, drink, work, drink, and fuck, go to sleep, and do it over again. So all I can do, I can act like a Catholic and just have, have some old phony ass preacher nigga tell me some things, and, and you're not even gonna research it. You're just gonna take it for what it is. So we're like locked in this loop. Let me tell you something about drugs. Also, oh no, uh, uh, oh no, excuse me. Let me backtrack for a second. Um, and also, there was something about you know, I go also on my job or just jobs in general. What people? Even black people, even black, even, you know, on my job, the immigrants, the Africans, Hispanics, and the black, southern blacks don't like me. But some of them do. You know, most of the cats that I work with at night, those are cool cats. But half of them ain't from, from the area. But I noticed that one thing I've noticed is that, um, you know, African Americans are getting it from all fronts. I remember on the other day, my day off, I was walking down 14th Street, and, um, you know, I heard, you know, I heard some Hispanics say something under their breath. They didn't say it loud enough, but I heard something under their breath and something, whatever, whatever. And I was like, okay, uh-huh. See, that's what I'm saying. People are not seeing certain things. They, we, we're concerned about getting black pussy and, and getting black dollars, you know what I'm saying, or using or, or getting black dick. You know what I'm saying? That's what some that's what some men and some women want, you know what I'm saying? And where, I, and where I'm at in D.C., there's a lot of gay white men. I feel sorry for white women. Most of y'all men are gay, on the low or what have you. You know what I'm saying? If you're, if you're concerned about them being heterosexual, but I, I'm saying that that they like it better when I laugh and giggle at corny jokes. I'm from New York. The flash niggas on the world is from where I'm from. So if you're gonna come to me on a 
on a on a on a human level, you gotta. I mean, I had niggas trying to say funny things to me. I've had Southern blacks team up with immigrants against me. You see what I'm saying? So there's a lot of funny business with black people who are really about the truth. Who are really about you? That's why I say white folks who are about the truth. I love you. Well, see, this is why I, you know, I love about the ones that are talking about. I love the ones that are talking about the black people or the space stuff out of, out of uh, the space stuff in on Mars or on Jupiter and Pluto, and then in the other way. I love white folk like that. I love the white folk that are putting down the history of our people and uh, Native American and, and black people and and, and 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 some blacks are not necessarily putting it out like that. You know what I'm saying? I saw on the other day on the Tom Hartman show on RT this gay white man um, went against Tom Hartman for saying something about um, the police. And Tom Hartman slammed back. I was I love that because gays are more racist than we feel than we realize. We're getting it from all fronts. You can see these rough and tumble gay black motherfuckers. They got that from racist gay white boys that gave them a pass to go ahead and speak what they want and they'll get or oh, we'll, we'll have your back. While all I'm all I'm opposed to family. All I'm opposed. See this, this this is why we had to break it down when we talk about people in unlearning. Because if you don't unlearn any of this stuff, whether you want to think about it on a spiritual basis. Whether you want to think about it on a political basis, whether you want to think about it on a humanist basis, or or moral or ethical, anything in general, if you don't unlearn a lot of these false stereotypes and mentalities or false groupings, because let's put it like that, because when you're talking about you know some folks who you know are gay or whatever, some folks think that they want to have the rights of a white gay man. Yeah. Which you know, gay folks have their own hierarchy too, and I'll be honest, it took me a little while to learn that. Because I, I, I myself am not gay, but I didn't know certain things, but I do know folks who are. You know what I'm saying? I have worked with folks who are. And when you get it really broken down, it's like a lot of folks want to be like when they look at um TV stations or whatever. Usually, if we want to keep it all the way live, a gay white man has the upper hierarchy over gay white women, over gay black people, over gay Latino people, so forth and so on. It's, right. essentially, uh, it's essentially a more shrunken down, broke down societal thing from you know the way they are but it's within a subgroup where it's even worse to me because quite frankly nobody in terms of big mainstream society is still fully embracing that subgroup as just being people like for a person like me i look at stuff like this is supposed to be a secular country right if you believe in whatever you want to believe in in terms of your you know religion or spirituality basis you should be there like all i want to do is live my life i'll get to where i'm going to get to in the next transition or whatever. As long as you aren't fucking with me, I'm not going to fuck with you. It's cool. You know what I'm saying? But we have a lot of things going on where people, again, they want to break stuff down because they need to feel superior to somebody else. Me as a black American woman, I've gotten shit from gay folks. I'm like, how are you giving me shit? We're all getting shit. In the big picture, we're all being discriminated against. We're all being ejected. But again, a lot of this doesn't come down to logic. A lot of it just comes down to how somebody wants to feel. And with lots of people, they have not gotten to a point remotely where they don't want to use some artificial bullshit to feel superior to somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Or they're putting themselves on a false plane in terms of, I want to be where that person is. And if we want to be truly honest about our society, at least here in America, and I'm sure in other countries, people ultimately look at the uh, the rich white dude as the place to be. That's my place of equality, whether it is for economic things or whether it's for getting away with crimes because real quick side note on this what i forgot to mention during the last show 
It is very infuriating to see these past few sexual assault cases where these young white men of privilege are getting away with every fucking thing. There was a dude who got caught raping a toddler on tape, and this dude's not getting any jail time. They just got probation and, um, what's, what's that list? Sexual assault list or whatever? The sex offenders list. Oh, uh, Megan, Megan, um, 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 yeah, I, I know what you're and, talking um, about. That yeah, and, um, there, there was another case where another, there was another case where another dude got that, and they got the same thing. And I'm looking, I'm, you had to sit back and you got to look at this, and it's like, this, again, is all sides of a sick society, but people are telling you that you should want to be able to get up to this high point in a sick society, but it's like, is it really a high point if the society is sick? Because I'm going to say, like, if you got, like, black dudes trying to defend Bill Cosby and shit because, well, these white dudes get away with it, I'm like, why is that supposed to be the point of equality? What type of yeah, warp, yeah. What, you know what I'm saying? Like, what type of warp shit is that? You're not talking about me and you should just be able to walk about things, live our lives, get things out of our accomplishment, et cetera. You got a warped version of equality where it's like, well, that person got to forcibly rape somebody, so this other person should be able to forcibly rape somebody as long as I feel they got to contribute to stuff, or worse, because I feel that's a point of hierarchy I want to aspire to, I want to be able to get away with the same shit that this warped person is able to get away with. That in itself is a disease and it is tiring seeing this type of disease shit go down. Um, when we talk about law enforcement, again, I know all law enforcement on individual levels ain't bad. I know there's you know, quote unquote, good people who do these things, but I'm like, if you're a good person you work in a fucked up system, fucked up things can occur. And that includes looking at other people as lesser because you have a badge and, you know, something else on you. And if anything, for those people who always get at me about, well, this, that, and the third, I'm like, if you truly care about good law enforcement agents, you should want to root these people the fuck out. And that includes changing up this systemic nonsense. But you're not talking about that. You're talking about maybe my husband is a cop, maybe my wife is a cop, maybe my cousin, et cetera, the cops. Guess what? There are people in my family who do law enforcement in some crazy areas and have done it for a while, past and present. The Black Hawk has family members who have done law enforcement, past and present, but they also weren't trash. You know what I'm saying? They chose to not be trash. There are people who are willfully choosing to be trash, and there are people who are willfully choosing to protect trash. And this therein is the problem. When Again, when you don't see people protesting these type of killings happening, whether that person looks like you or not, whether you can identify with that person or not, whether that person has a criminal record or not, but you're just there like, oh, man, you know, you're not respecting this country and the flag or whatever. I'm not an idolater, bro. I ain't supposed to, you know, put my hand over my heart for some shit that ain't even trying to represent me properly. That's right. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. And then, the irony of ironies, real quickly with all this, like when we get into the football protest and stuff, right? This type of thing didn't occur until the 90s in terms of, you know, NFL players being out there and them doing these big patriotic displays and everything. And that only happened because the military paid the NFL for that. But lots of people don't want to look at it deeply. They don't want to look at it like, look at this rebellious nigger messing up my football game. Mind you, a league that wouldn't be shit if it if it wasn't for black people, which is over seventy right. plus, because I mean, this is not even this is not no other time. This is it's a league that's over seventy percent black people. I think the NBA is like damn near over eighty something. And I'm curious to see what goes down when the NBA season starts and how that goes down. Because some people have already said they're going to do their protest. And quick sports note: shout out to all the WNBA teams so far, man. They have had all of them have had backbone to all of their coaches and stuff. The vast majority of them have been down for their players doing their thing. 
and even with the NFL teams where people are doing stuff, whether it's, you know, San Francisco 49ers with Calpernick, who ironically now has the highest selling jersey, but, you know, people ain't trying to pay attention to that shit. In terms of yeah. that means more people want a quality than most. So you and, got the um, most people getting money from, from him. <laughs> hey, I mean, I mean, I'm looking at it, I'm looking at it like this: on a basic economic stature, you should be there like that. Maybe people actually want this equality thing to be a thing because they're doing whatever. And I'm like, you're putting more money in that Negro's pocket, right? Whether you're buying the jersey and wearing it, or you're buying it and burning it. Because I've seen dumbass videos of people doing that. And they're like, so you pretty much gave that dude money and burned it to just try to prove your little alabaster American ass point of. Y'all niggers just need to play sports and be quiet. It's like, okay. Well, again, logic does not proceed. Um, Let um, me say something so I won't be misunderstood for certain comments that I've made today or in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, I said at the, top, at, the, at, at, at the onset about not all black people having souls. And so not all... Now, there are black people from the Caribbean and Africa, UK, Everywhere that that are good natured individuals, so I don't necessarily mean to put it that you know of them down. And if you're hearing, I wasn't meant to do that. Let me tell you some stuff that I've heard from the mouths of black people since I've been living in Maryland, or since I've been living in the DMV area, uh, to let you know that it, it, you know we don't all got it right, and that a lot of us are wrong, like a lot of people other places are wrong. I heard this Negro say, "I work with this Negro," mm-hmm. and uh, or he works in the place that I work at. And uh, I had never heard black people talk the way I had talked, the way I had heard talk since I've been moving down here. There is definitely a different cultural vibe between the New York, New Jersey area, Maryland, D.C. Everybody knows that they didn't necessarily want to admit that. It wasn't until I moved down here, though, that I heard a black person say, um, if I perpetrate certain acts against blacks, um, they're not going to call it racist cause, racism because I'm black. I heard a nigga come out of his mouth and say that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I heard a black person say that, um, um, oh yeah, we wasn't, we wasn't big on weed. Weed was weak to us. We liked, um, 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 uh, water or love boat or which is PCT. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine a Negro saying out of his face, what y'all was doing was weak. We liked harder drugs, which does our body worse. Okay then. So you like something that did your body worse. And that was that was considered tougher or stronger, while some cats from around there um, might indulge in uh, marijuana. You know what I'm saying? The fact that you have Negroes saying these things is so the level of deadness in, in some black motherfuckers. And what's unsaid is there will be some good-natured whites and good-natured people from other areas, from other races, who your main obstacle will be those black people. Almost as because those black people will be the ones that racist whites will use against you. So, you know, unfortunately, you know, unfortunately, there's some people who might get mad and we we apologize for any whites who get um, harmed by any roving bands of blacks who might be mad for police shootings. <coughs> I don't support that. And it's, I mean, that's why I say a lot of this stuff is ultimately mentality based. You know what I mean? Like, when you sit back and you check out all this stuff and you look at all of this stuff, it is about how much people want to hold onto a fairy tale, but it's false. There's not anything really tough about you being there like, yo, I took the worst drugs and that that could amuse, you know, some of mainstream society. I can talk these stories about beating up people that look like me and other type of stuff and people can tee-hee as long as you go to the studio and you make a, a catchy song about it, you know. 
um I treat women in the worst way from the past to the present. In other words, you didn't learn anything because, as you so eloquently put it, yeah, there were times that you learned certain things and you rolled up with society and then you had to get to a point where you're just there like, I ain't beat for this. Um, And when you look at all of these situations that we talk about on this show, and I wish to God that there was not as much of this happening, like, and we just do like a goofy ass show sometimes, but we had to talk about it. It's within us and it's information that we got to put out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you look at all of this stuff, and you still have people who are trying to tell you to, to keep calm, be quiet, or, or shush, don't you talk about it here. You know, protest in your soundproof face between 3.33 and 4.44 a.m., and, you know, you get it out that way, because we can't have them see us being mad. What type of slave shit is that? <laughs> it's, 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 we, we need to be above and beyond this, man. Like, we have to, and it's not just us as a people in terms of, like, a group in terms of black folks and other people of color. It had to be mainstream society as a whole, because let's face it, if there are not enough people in mainstream society, too, who see that things are societally wrong, that our political systems are wildly imbalanced, that there is a reason why corporate media puts out certain images and viewpoints and stuff, and a lot of it is because of control and all of these other things, if that's not you questioning that well, this person says they follow this particular religion or spiritual belief, but they're full of bullshit. Maybe if I want to stick with this belief, I need to know more about it on my own. If all of these type of things do not occur, we're going to still be stuck. We're going to still be in the in a way where, you know, we might be able to teleport in maybe 50 years, but we still got people who are going to look at you and me and be there like, that's a nigger. You know, I'm far apart of me for the ethnic stereotype about to say, you know, that that's a spank, that's a red skin, that's a kike, et cetera, et cetera. They're going to use all these crazy terms and names because they're not trying to look at you as a person. You're going to still be looked at as subhuman. And we all need to get to the point mentally where we look at ourselves beyond subhuman to get to the point of getting to organizing on big mass levels um, by whatever means one can, doing what you can as an individual because sometimes you're not going to be able to work within various groups. You know what I'm saying? But you can still make a difference within your own family, within your own community, and all of that in, in whatever ways that you can with the resources, mental and monetary, that you know you can do. But we first just had to all get to the point of being there like, this is nonsense. You know, yes, some people are criminals. Yes, some people do crazy stuff. But more and more of this stuff is happening towards regular motherfuckers. And even if you are a criminal and you supposedly believe in the U.S. justice system, why does this particular criminal get to live, and why does this particular criminal get to die? Why do some folks who you want to label as terrorists get to live, who amazingly are not black Americans, but a black American that's trying to get home gets killed, or a Latino American gets killed, or a Native American gets killed? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, we have to really look at stuff. Or somebody who they might say is... um mentally incapacitated gets killed or a death because i think a deaf man a few weeks ago got killed because he was trying to sign to the police and he still got killed so we got to look at all of these type of things and one way or the other and smartly get change enacted we should know by now that it's not going to happen just through politicians it's not going to really happen if you direct your energies of destruction in the wrong places. Well, I, th- I personally believe we're going to be in a new age of revolution. It doesn't matter if it's going to be more peaceful or if it's going to be more violent. And if people want to be, you know, less of the latter, 
folks really, really got to get their shit together. And that requires a big mass wave of change. And I'm a little worried it's going to happen slower than faster. Because when I look at stories like this, and because I'm the, the main person on the net most of the time, and you see people Snapchatting in blackface in 2016 and trying to mock people, and then they want to go back and, you know, do pseudo-apologies when people, you know, tear into their ass. It's like, you felt bold enough to do that in the first place. That in itself should be an issue, but that means a lot of society accepts it. Oh, you know, this 30-something-year-old white athlete can do this nonsense in a majority black country. That's just boys being boys. If you're 30-something, we have 12-year-old boys in this country getting killed for playing with toy guns in a gun-centric society. So what does that mean? America's ultimate sin at this juncture is cowardice. It's cowardice at looking in the mirror at itself and being there like, our faces is scarred and wild fucked up. We got to get this to change. But, you know, yeah. It, this was going to be a ranty show because this was just that kind of fucking week. Um, let's get into a few things that are not ranty right now. Um, wait a second. Well, two quick rants. Fuck the state of Michigan for removing Flint, Michigan's power to sue them for the polluted water and everything. They literally signed in a bill so that Flint can't sue the state of Michigan, and that's just dirty. You know what I mean? I don't know how that's going to change or whatever, but that's just garbagey. And also, big thumbs up to the folks over um, in Connecticut. Um, some police people, thanks to the quick-wittedness of a protester against um, police surveillance and things over there, taped the police literally planning to pin false charges against them, and the ACLU of Connecticut is suing them. Like, via whatever means, whether you believe in a higher power or just sheer luck, this dude turned on the recording part of their DSLR camera when they had their camera confiscated and arrested, and they caught these cops literally talking about, well, how can we get some charges against them? Literally saying, let's give him something. Let's hit him with creating with dis- uh, public disturbance. And one cop said they had to cover their ass. So when people talk about distrust of law enforcement, it's just not paranoia. It's just not, quote, unquote, whatever races or, you know, socioeconomic persons, um, you know, paranoia excuses. This shit happens for real. And um, that's really nervous. I hope they get the hell suit out of them. One last quick shout out. Shout out to all the um, Native American folks who are fighting against the um, Dakota Pipeline. They are taking their fight to the U.N. right now. And just to see all of these um, various tribes from the United States and Canada uniting and um, making those moves, I think is really awesome. Um, we still got to keep track about what will or won't actually happen. But um, I think it is really awesome that um, folks are uniting to um, make that type of difference. The Prince Museum is going to open up at Paisley Park next month. And the first um, vault recordings um, are going to start being released in 2017. So Paisley Park, um, where Prince used to live, um, has been converted to a museum, and um, that shall be open soon. And if I get yeah. a chance to get around that way, I definitely want to check things out yeah. and see what is good. And um, let's see here. Do, 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 do. Um, recent movie and TV watches, because we need to relax a bit <laughs> after talking about um all of this type of stuff um i watched watch stacks recently again um and that was um really really awesome that was um, one of those big music festivals back in the 70s and um watched one of these um remastered copies and that was pretty sweet um uh, mr robots um, season finale was killer 
that show was really, really, really dope, and more people need to see it. And um, I'm just have to stick it out of my brain right now because we want to get ready to wrap up and get into the music. Um, I watched this um Korean zombie movie called um, Last Train to Busan. And I'm not going to give away plot points or whatever, but let me tell you something. The second this world gets infected by fast zombies, and if people are still shitty, we're dead. We are dead like shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, That movie was really good. There's like one or two characters who you get really attached to, and some whack shit happens to them. But it's not really because of the zombies. But I think that was ultimately a thing with like a lot of zombie sci-fi or whatever right usually it's not necessarily about the monster it's so much as the monstrosity of how people can be but um if folks get a chance to check that movie out it is really really um freaking good and it is worth a lot of people's time um let me see here is there anything else oh comic book readers um the vision is really awesome keep reading that like last um issue is pretty damn shocking and there is um a comic by one of my current favorite writers um jonathan hickman called the black monday murders we were talking about it in the studio when um, we last recorded on um, black hawk and um that book is super crazy and um i'm just gonna really do a quick breakdown about what that's about um essentially they're talking about the four um, major baking houses have been doing some occult stuff for a minute and that's how they maintain their power over money and stuff and they Every once in a while, I had to make a blood sacrifice to either one of their own or um, various people in the finance industry. And they're this um, black NYPD detective who um, family has a history of um, using um, Boudon and stuff to find various things out. of he's the guy who's on the case to find out why all these murders are occurring, uh, one of the more modern day murders. And um, yeah, that that book is bugged out, man. I'm not trying to give stuff away, but... Um, it's really crazy. So if you're like a history and or mystery person, um, it's cool. So that's about it on my end. Anything you've watched recently or seen you want to talk about there, Blackhawk? Um, no, no, I think you covered that. Oh, quickly too. Um, Stranger Things on Netflix. If you like those like 1980s um vibe of um, I guess almost amazing stories kind of mysteries. Um, mm-hmm. that's a really good series on Netflix. Really, really, really good. Like, whether you came up in that era or not, um, it's it, it just has that vibe. Like, if you're, like, one of those kids who, like, like watching, like, Gremlins and Goonies, Amazing Stories, um, the 80s Twilight Zone and all of that, you're going to love Stranger Things. Um, shout out to my um, peoples in Jersey. We sat back and watched that one the last times I was up there. And um, that joint is... Um, really really good also for my people like telenova if you want to watch something a little more lighthearted, i finally got a chance to watch um that joint called jane the virgin and um it's a funny series with some good drama and anything i'm not going to tell you how this um young lady ended up getting pregnant but um it's bugged out it's definitely like one of those things that makes fun of all um kind of soap operas or whatever but all the actors and actresses in it are really really good and oh for black tv um ava duvernay has a series called queen sugar on the own network and um keith david is in it and a whole bunch of other folks are in it um it's a really good um black drama i just only got a chance to watch like the first two episodes so far but um they're they're going in with, with the black biz or whatever on there also um donald glover's atlanta i watched two episodes of that too that's pretty good as well so 
different sides of black TV are trying to make it happen. So um, check those two joints out. But that's about it on my end. So woo, we got a full um commentary this week, but it is good. We got to talk. We got to vent. We got to talk about you know more lighthearted biz and everything in between. So let's go on ahead and get into it. Fusebox Radio broadcast. DJ Fuse and the Saw Raw Black Hawk, as we always say, you don't got to love or agree with our commentary, but if it sparks your mind and gets you to thinking a bit and talking a bit, we've done our job as quality independent media and black American media and black media at large. And with the music, going to get your head nodding, feet tapping, and all of that. And, um, yeah, we hope you enjoy it. Oh, and shout out to some of the folks who were over at um, MapCon, the Mid-Atlantic Podcast Conference. Um, we got more folks from there who are listening to the show, and they really dig what we do, so thank you. Thanks for those um, personal comments on our page. We really appreciate that. Yes, indeed. Oh, we all wide world of Fusebox, Fusebox Radio broadcast, broadcasting throughout the galaxy. And so assisting to all the boys and girls. Definitely glad that you can listen up. Love you much. Love you more. We like that we help and we hope that we love the fact that you spend some time and pay attention to us. This is real black folk radio, good natured black people radio. You're not going to really find a lot of that anywhere. But yeah. um, those who are, you know who you are. God bless you. Keep it, keep it, um, keep it up. Of course, my conscious community people. We're the cream, so we definitely got to keep it up. And um, just one love to everybody. Thank you again. Peace. Uh, all right, no doubt. About to get into that mix. Peace. DJ Fusion. Ghetto style. I break into a crowd, split splint, then go pop wild. Sex is lasso, sex hooping in the roof, that's how I get y'all. Did the damage, but my girl is smile. Stop my flexing on the power for a while. I'm water fully on the trees like the now. Stretch your body, yard, or a mile. Fuck around and after dunk down. Boy! First, I'll up on style. In. Styles upon styles, but I don't think so. Cause people only rock one style at a time. Styles upon styles, but I don't think so. Cause only rock one style at a time. Styles upon styles, but I don't think so. Cause people only rock one style at a time. I choose the fellowship shop. Cause when I go to rhyme for mine, I get props. Cause we rock the cream of the hip-hop. Crack rap, the crack is the whip on the pop. And we pippin' the whole punk rock at the junk shop. Fellowship shop, shake the bubble up and slop in the side of a pig pen with the great baby baboon. When I kiss this jack-o'-liner, pan and planet ball and get a laugh like the kids in a hall. Well, thanks. upon styles, but I don't think so, cause people only rock one style at a time. Styles upon styles, but I don't think so, cause people only rock one style at a time. Styles upon styles, but I don't think so, cause people only rock one style at a time. I choose the fellowship shop, cause when I go to rhyme for mine, I get props. I wanna jam, I really wanna slam, I want you to go crazy and tell me I'm the man, yeah, yeah. I wanna make your body so funny. Styles upon styles, but I don't think so, cause people only rock one style at a time. Styles upon styles, but I don't think so, cause people only rock one style at a time. Styles upon styles, but I don't think so, cause people only 
I choose the fellowship shop. Cause when I go to rhyme for mine, I get... You're now listening to Fusebox Radio with DJ Fusion. Rock up, don't dare close the block. We run 24 hours in the cowboy land. MCs are half keys and files are Alize. Can't do it no other way. They keep fucking up my pay. My contract is whack. My label's even whacker. So now I play the streets and watch the drug streets. Amsterdam and Broadway is my rocks of choice. And the mob walk around with the calicos. Make them shit split. I don't give a fuck who get hit. When you hear me talk, you can bet your last dollar anything I say. I'll make your loyal girl follow. Make your mom sing. Make you do the wild thing. Pop cheeky like a king. Hey, yo, nigga, where's my steak? More money to make, more backs to break. Am I my brother's keeper? He got hit with the street sweeper. So now it's only me to enjoy these stacks. Just think big, you get big. Champagne and my wet. You can party to the sweat. The money shows the get. Cash in the money, stay in stacks. In the hundreds, 1,000 for the gators. Hard stairs for the trade. Beat up, sing, slinger. Body boom, here come the banger. Your mother should have pulled you out with a fucking hanger. Word up, what's your motherfucking deal, nigga? Fuck Polo. You can call me Tommy Real, nigga. To all them seeds that Feed is trying, never me and you take it easy like mad lion. If you mess with me, your family will be missing you like we miss EPMT. But if you don't believe me, you can come and see me though, and your show will be over just like Garcinio. I come a calling, you niggas be stalling. I got the unbelievable like my nigga Smalls and release date. Man, I can't wait to ask getting cash like a New York nigga out of state. To the ladies, don't waste your time. Only 69 that I do is start 69. Give your drama like Tupac. So you got to give me jack for fun. Putting them on the run like Gucci Rap. Like Michael Jackson off the wall for y'all. I'm making people forget you like all Kelly did the Aaron Bay. We trust in hoes we lust in clothes and cash and cars a must. Yo, I'm the 86 survivor, so be witness to my fame. I only play with my team. 200,000 in my dream. Bitches love this curly headed friend. Far from my herd, draw my nigga and I squeeze for G's quicker than the sun. I got styles for miles. The Bronx and Harlem runner up. You think big, you get big. I want it all. Fuck a cut. Fuck beepers, fuck hustling for sneakers and car speakers. Give me cars and stores to transform this drug caper. Hustling money's dead, kid. I want Arab and zoo paper. And now I'm the sheep, the Lord to read. Let the resurrected Willie speak. Cause I'd rather die up on my feet. My dress code explodes. Paying hundreds for jeans. Yo, I can play a pair of leaves and rain Willie Supreme. The BBS ride the app. Besides the African gypsy cab driver. While I let you check the style of a survivor. MacGyver. You should have smothered. Yo, I got New York covered. End of story. I'm the last and there will never be another motherfucker. <laughs> Think big, you get big. Champagne and my wet. You can party till you sweat. The money's yours to get. Cash in the money. Take a stack. Send the hundreds. One thousand for the gators. Hard stairs for the traders. How do, you, how do you work? You just uh, start with a blank canvas and just start painting? I usually put a lot down in it, and then and I, that, that, that take a lot away. Then I put some more down, and then I take some more away. You know, so it's like a constant editing process, usually. Do you ever comply with the request to describe your work? I never know how to really describe it, except maybe I don't know. I don't know how to describe my work. Do you feel that that's important to you, though, not to be able to describe it? He said, you're asking somebody, you know, how does your horn, asking Miles, how does your horn sound, you know, I mean, you can really tell, I don't really tell you, you know, why, why you play it. Make 
DJ Fusion. Another day, another dime, another way to kill some time, another tester to the crowd, point blank at the sublime, another way to get us paid from orchestrating up a line, and a genius annotation and debating with the blind. Word the same old, and my accolades from a Buffalo's, and day ones will get you your shipments in Winnebago's. Depending to the god, like a scene by the seed of Matilda and Gerard, or the lift of a Chappelle. My records is overnighters that turn into over never, and hands out a whole second like I'm lifting the Chappelle. To a bottle one, automatic the entendres, or to a bottle one, like taking talcum on a prom date. It's great bottoms for the city in here, and great bottoms for the biddies in here. I got you, love, I've been one of one from day one. Top three where I came from. Basquiat on the draw, you see where they got their trace from. Right, it sound like Basquiat on the draw. <laughs> the price tag got coupe coach range, the loop so straight. All of this can flip from the door. South lines or whatever you want, it's Basquiat on the draw. <laughs> Look, try to cross the mob, that ain't smart at all. Uh -uh. That type of shit, this shit get you to get me so hard at all. Fact. Look in your eyes and see you ain't got hard at all. You ain't hard at all. Leg shot until you walk it all. <laughs> Homie. You was all talking, talking small. Now that you shot and you bleeding, you wanna call the law. I, I heard this is shy, I ain't know how to start it off. Fucking told my son Zoo, I'ma write the art of war. Oh, I'm saying what before the heroin. Listen, lyrically, we ain't the same and ain't no comparison. Round them and shot them again. What I did, it wasn't fair to him. I guess I'm Kobe, I crossed him, but I was carrying and still shot it. Off the talking, I don't hear that. Hacking was running out their nights when I air max. Bosky out on the draw, I'm top three where I came from, matter of fact, I'm machine, I'm top three in the game, one way, it sound like Basquiat on the draw, <laughs> the price tag got coupe coach range, the loop so straight, all of this can flip from the door, south lines or whatever you want, it's Basquiat on the draw, <laughs> You are now listening to Fusebox Radio. In my shoes, you wouldn't be able to. 
so you're in a difficult position now and i can't fight for the both of you you i don't think this is fixable i'm not gonna get political but darling there's no hope for you Universe, 
universally They call me liquid ghosts, I move like mercury No hurting me, I burn to the third degree How much did it take to burn that formula? Purposely, I revealed the features My road dogs walk, I got goons in the bleachers To each his own, I flip like a 90s phone Fuck around, you catch stalks in your time zone Slaying mice with my Wu-Tang trilogy 36 the Cuban links, it's all pillage, B You know the history, burn like magisserie Clan in the front, chest boxing is the mystery We want the killer. My tail is a killer. killer. We can defeat any competition anywhere in the world. Worldwide, 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 Saudi Arabians, red flag the airports, banned by Canadians, kicked out of stadiums, followed by hip hop police, yo. I got a cease and desist, big eagle on the wrist, they think it's a weapon, so I melt this shit down to the day of redemption. Not to mention, my pension is eight tons of gold. Wu Tang clan, 100 niggas on the road, we move with such power and power, such movement. Sold out shows for years, we move units, we make the crowd chant, Wu Tang forever. You are pioneering a method, method. The lost wax process. process. Where exactly is your destination? Worldwide, worldwide, no matter where you are, worldwide. Handle it or exit in the window of a train like a vandal did. Illuminate the darkness like a candle lit and turn lives upside down like papers on some scandal shit. If I told you the truth, could you handle it or exit in the window of a train like a vandal did? Illuminate the darkness like a candle lit and turn lives upside down like papers on some scandal shit. If I told you the truth, could you handle it or exit in the window of a train like a vandal did? Illuminate the darkness like a candle lit and turn lives upside down like papers on some scandal shit. If I told you the truth, could you handle it or exit in the window of a train like a vandal did? Illuminate the darkness like a candle lit and turn lives upside down like papers on some scandal shit. If I told you the truth, could you handle it or exit in the window of a train like a vandal did? Illuminate the darkness like a candle lit and turn lives upside down like papers on some scandal shit. If I told you the truth, could you handle it or exit in the window of a train like a vandal did? Illuminate the darkness like a candle lit and turn lives upside down like papers on some scandal shit. Deny of what's really happening to no no. Prolonging the unstoppable just makes it even slow mo. Like this, the broken hearts of feeling so so. Or a concert with your favorite artist and they pull a no show. If anger below, what else to clear this? I'd offer out the yarn spinners with my bare fists. But violence doesn't solve the world's blindness. Gotta keep toes on right track. 
Everything you do, all you do it. 
and I'm the favorite. Keep on your heels, take off your leggings. Who turns you on and crawling begging? Who told your mom you'd have my babies? I won't be long, I won't be brief. You at your peak is all I need. Something to hold you for the long run. Come get this awesome, won't you take it off for me? Yeah. What you know, what you know, what you know, what you know. Eye contact, just like this. Bring your arms back, just like this. Take the whole thing, just like this. Everything you do, or when you do it, just like this. Say my name, love, just like this. Now pick your legs up, just like this. Everything you do, or when you do it, yeah. Everything you do, oh, when you do yeah. it. Check it up, this sound. Ha, 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 ha. We gonna, gonna get down. Ha, 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 ha. Come check it up, this sound. Ha, ha, ha. Do why, do why, do why, diddy. The pity, pretty Ricky is getting busy. Do why, do why, diddy. The New York City gypsy come to fix the shitty pissy. Fly niggas in attendance, we freak the funk, relentless bleed. Spies by critters in the semblance teens, cause we be magnificent bees. Huh, what will it be? Huh, huh, soul remedy. Funk alchemy erupt from me, sun got energy not bound by cytosine. Afterlife wider, blacker, tighter, cosmic fighter, bodily. 
Bottle on a howl of intensity, no stop, no sorrow of infinity. Cosmic is on the scene, always kicking it mean. Freaking the funk frequencies frequently to friends and frenemies. Most foes, fiends, famous and family, festered with fantasies. Fabricated fallacies, check out, nah, nah, we freak, this is funk disease. Hup, hup, hup. Come check it up, this sound. Hup, 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 hup. We gonna gonna get down. Hup, 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 hup. Come check it up, this sound. Hup, 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 hup. We gonna gonna get down. Hup, 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 hup. Come check it up, this sound. Hup, hup, hup. Yes, back day to day. You are listening to the Galactic Funk Zone. With a local national global, we more fun than the fecal. The sound has no equal. God of Angor Giza Machu Picchu. Funk Fungus feature dude. Since Gaga Goo 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 True Blue Sun Moon Food for you when you want to, want to, want to. Groom to balloon, blossom and boom. Beyond baboons, fools and coon. Them got no soul view in the boom 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 bip. The god is acquired a cosmic serpent. All squads alert, urgent. Them cast spells and curse on purpose. What is this? What is a timeless nigga? Nothing bigger. Cosmic trigger. Perfect picture. The funk winner, mystic, Mr. Nasty nigga. Never with the soul elixirs. Mold those visas. Ask your sister. She want and wish her. Can't resist the black funk transista. Pump, pump it up. Slam funk, grand funk, uh, run amok. By black sexy motherfucker. Soul brothers, soul strutters. Mustard thunder for global numbers. Struggling. Humble full of hustled and crushed and crumbled. Stuck and stumbled and gutted and grumbled. The touched and tumbled. Fucked up, fumbled. Mumbled and muffled. And cookies that crumbled. Check it out, check it out, check it out, my niggas get down on the double. Huh, huh, come check it up, this sound. Huh, huh, we gonna gonna get down. Huh, huh, come check it up, this sound. The sun behind the sun, bringing the funker up at once. Few bombs. Overstand the plan view to control the soul and strangle you. Mind and soul to tangle too. Doo-doo, pop tunes, pop views Follow the soul, lie to the people Need for speed and greed or cripples You make you nervous, wriggled and confused God Matrix never gonna fall to plastic surgery I'm appalled you Thought these dudes played doll bitch too And go through hoops of multiple shoes of witch and voodoo To be famous you got to play prostitute All the stem use in blood rituals, conjure demons and leads for fans and artists and fools. Cast spells are masters too. Artists don't even own their tunes. Ask you, sell special souls, self stir. Expect you, suck fuck same sex to your doom and pearl. The thorough god particle or sorrow, Torian ain't up for the bargaining. Way too smart for the garbage at laws of God is on and never off again. Uh, check it when we get on again. Uh, check it. Turn it up. Turn it back up. Don't tell me.
me nothing but problems. I just want nothing but dollars. I just can't wait till tomorrow. I gotta get it today. Money is time I can't borrow. I can't go back to the bottom. Suckers pretending I see them, I got away from that bullshit cause they evil Hate that I'm smiling, I'm in the Bahamas with Mia May main and Poppy and JJ and Gia Everyday hustle like Ross up the meter Out of my mind with the grind, you should see her Up on that flight, off to somewhere you ain't never been Breathing that tropical air, what's irrelevant? It's everything else, reasons to distance myself disappear Cause the envy I'm feeling is borderline playing And they working for Satan Cause the maples are poison Look at the tree that they fell from To the core they was already rotten Have you forgotten the rules in the jungle? Never trust anyone, no not in any sum Only trust God at the minimum Then after that trust yourself at the max Facts, I will not carry your weight on my back I'ma relax on the beach with some yak Never look back, even might blow a few stacks Eagles can't run with a pack Sean Carter, where are you at? Best on his in me, I hope he reacts. Hope he can hear me, I'm at the top of my game and I wear many hats. 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 I wear many hats. Cause they have no real reasons to hate me. Hate me. Have no real reasons to hate me. Hate me. Have no real reasons to hate me. Hate me. Hate me. Hate me. Hate me. Hate me. Have no real reasons to hate me. I'm out here grinding for dollars. Cause dollars can take you up out of your struggles. Offer you better tomorrow. No other options. I gotta get it. I'm out here grinding for dollars. 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 Have no real reasons to hate me. Excuses, excuses, excuses. That's typical thinking for losers. Excuses, excuses, excuses. That's typical, typical, typical. Excuses, excuses, excuses. That's typical thinking for losers. Excuses, excuses, excuses. That's typical, typical, typical. Middle finger to the dream killers. Down on my life, I do this music like painkillers. And I stay with some flame spitters. Fire to the lies, to the music and the plane tickets. Fucking they say I never wanted. See me go major, pray to God I don't make it Need a lifesaver ass, had excuse for a piece of trash Slither in the grass, can't complete a task This is not your half Jesus, you let opportunities pass and that's weak You like safari, I'm meek That mean you missed out, I dish out enough to get back what I eat You coming up incomplete It's not a diss song, it's a real song To the grinders doing videos with they pills on Treating every track like a kill zone Fuck a hater cause they always gonna pick up Hey yo, the nappy grand is in the building I want to kick it. 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 Clients, 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 clients. 
Now stop it, uh, on top it, fuse basket, uh, try to block it, but can't stop it, uh, here come the comet, you know them cock it, uh, uh, this jocks and rocking constant, uh, uh, this hot knit not to be boxed in, with the tit, uh, politicky with a lot of only the chick get the deals, nicky, nicky, object, a raw rocket to your mama's hot spot, pop, with the Egyptians rocking it non-stop, you know my team will always be on top style, LeBron, Brooklyn, Jersey, Queens, and Harlem, 
Black Hawk walking, not a dog was chaos, haunting, few box of funkin', flaunting till life's exhausted, but not bought in. Fusebox call, Fusebox call, Fusebox call, Fusebox callin', Fusebox callin' me, the audibly cool raw got all of me, the vortices, of course we choose to rock accordingly, so now comes poor funk, the more we like being again, coming and funkin' it up again, tri-state is up at it again, DMV's checking again. Yes, we get down again. Coming and funkin' it up again. Tri State is up at it again. Hudson River is at it again. Yes, we gonna rock it again. Essex County's rocking again. DMV's checking again. NYC is with me again. Coming on checking out with uh. Coming on checking out as we get down. Come on, check it out as we hit sound. Come on, check it. The fuse box is coming, come, coming around. Lobster. If I'm a hobby, I'm hitting niggas up like a mobster. I got a story for each little poor territory. The ghetto glory in all categories. The death threats I received from the head vest. I'm riffing and sucking, stiffing up like a dead bat. The truth, the stoops, the brutality. Giving all nationalities a taste of reality. Cool G rappers here the door. And any sucker to try to beat them, you meet them in a more. All victims unidentified. So check it, you gotta see who's the sucker from the dental record. What I use to torture liars. Even fire, barbed wire, live wire, pliers. So you thought you could last. Go and get a green thumb because your ass is grass. Every beast the undertaker. Spark and smoke cause he's more more dope than a baker. Quiet tight, but I won't have it. Cause when I swim with the boys, I get noisy like traffic. So if you know what I know, see what I see. You wrap down with a mafioso posse. And I'm quick to go and stick other suckers. With a smile just like a sick motherfucker. A bullet inside, the suckers cussing. This button is nothing. We throw them in a Hudson. It's to all the non-believers. They receive a 
gas in the ass from a meat cleaver. Don't even try to get fast. You know the time, cause I'm five seconds off your ass. A nightmare leaving the sucker breathless. You step in a cool G rap, then that's a death wish. The sun behind us, I'm bringing the funker up at once. G box, yes, we going to box ball. Yo, yo, D, they say we gotta break out. They what? Yo, they say our time is up. What you want? We gotta death anyway, though. They said we gotta go. Nah, 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 man. We need the time, man. Go ahead, Jay. Go back up there. I ain't leaving. Go ahead. Hey, yo, yo, let me get some of that beer, man. Tell them who you know. Let them know why. Stand right here, right? And let them know why you ain't going nowhere. Cause I'm the king of God, there's none higher Sucker MC, she called me sire The poor my kingdom, you must choose fire I won't stop rockin' till I retry Now we rocked on party, and young correct All cut to on time, and run connect Got the right to boast, and to elect And other rappers get better, but give us respect You know what time it is, oh boy Everybody, get up! 
Crack through walls, cut through floors, bust through ceilings, crack our drawers, we on the tape, we're crushed out the block, you can hear our sound, four blocks and blocks, four every living person, we're purple team, it's speaking DMZ, Jay, where's the beat? Huh? Yo, I don't care, cool yo, day. chill out, I don't care what the dream is saying, everybody in the front, get your back up, get up, put your hands around my face, come on, 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 Yeah, try to look back to a past long lost 
Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Fusebox Radio Show. All you folks that you own my life, you never made me sacrifice. Demons there on my trail, standing at the crossroads of a hill.
Yo, the nappy grand is in the building.
rhythm, the sun behind the sun, bringing the funk up at once. You bop, yes, we gonna rock on.
Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the radio show. Yo, the nappy grand is in the building. Yo, the nappy grand is in the building. Happy Grand is in the building.
You can listen to the Fusebox radio broadcast via iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Podcast Addict, and your other favorite podcast players. Check out the Fusebox Radio's official website for our latest episodes, events, and more at FuseboxRadioOnline.com. You can also visit us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Fusebox Radio Show, Twitter at Twitter.com slash Fusebox Radio, and Instagram at Instagram.com slash Fusebox Radio. Feel free to contact us at FuseboxRadio at gmail.com to submit music for airplay consideration, 